Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Hot Takes, Lockdown Hot Takes. I'm your Lodge Master, with me as always is Brother Bishki. Yo! Virtually with us, Brother Lucas. Hello there. And the one, the only, the beautiful man, Brother Nathan. Hey, what's up, guys? We are coming together virtually for you again. We are at our four socially distant, different locations. And we are here to talk about a very special movie, one of the last movies to be released into theaters right as the pandemic was hitting. It is Vin Diesel's Bloodshot. Is anybody else on the planet seeing this movie but us? Like, <laughs> I feel like we only we've only seen this because it was like the last fresh, like new movie it's, that was out. Just because it was just right there, it's a hot ticket because it was lingering in the theaters right before. Yeah, the best yeah. Of time. Two yeah. two weeks in theaters and then direct to VOD. But yes, that's where it would have gone anyway, right? But we saw <laughs> it in a special location. We drove 45 minutes outside of central Los Angeles to see it in a drive-in movie theater. Drive-in during the quarantine times. It's a perfect it's thing. It's beautiful. Right? The the Mission Tiki drive-in. And we were there. Lucas was not there. Lucas was staying home and being being extra safe. Yeah, and I, I appreciate that. But we're going to take you next time. We're going to drag you out virtually. This was the way to see this movie. The only yeah. way, yes. I believe. Yeah, it, it had some nostalgia. I think it added to my screening just because it felt like... You know, it's always a kind of a crummy image. You know, every five, every <laughs> five minutes, every five minutes, there's a light that just the headlights of some fucking car that just you know bathes the screen in nothingness, and you're and, it's and like, then whoever's yeah, whoever's, the whoever's behind great. them gets pissed. Yeah. The image is great at best, uh, uh, but <laughs> it, it it has a feeling because you you are just it's kind of surreal that you're just sitting. You know, I had pajamas on, on, the, on the bottom. Uh, that you may as well. And you're watching this movie, and and yeah, there's people around you, but yeah, you're in your bubble. So and it's still a feeling of that communal film going experience where you're like, okay, there's about a hundred other people here, you know, generously that are experiencing this film. And that's a beautiful thing, especially nowadays when we don't get to we don't get to go to our discount nights, boys. We don't yeah. get to go to no, I, the I Cursed want, Theater 13. I wanted to honk my horn. I wanted to flash my lights. But when I flashed my headlights, the person in front of me moved. And yeah, you did it. You did it so much after <laughs> when we were talking about the lights. So there was this I was like, gap where I you, want just, reaction. you suddenly flicked your lights at this guy. <laughs> Bishki was trying to be communal and have a, like a communal experience and like make some little party lights with his headlights, but the guy in front of him took it to be an aggressive, yeah, an aggressive we, maneuver. We were talking about, yeah, we were talking about driving culture, where it's like if you were watching like a Friday the Thirteenth or something with a kill, every time there was a kill, you would honk your horn, and yeah. then every other time would be you know when there's a pair of, pair of titties on the screen. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what people were like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Dave, you just did that, I think. You just flicked your light. <laughs> yeah well the headlights are kind of like i mean you gotta turn it's like the airplane mode of the drive and you got to keep your headlights yes. off even while you're like exiting like we exited midway through fantasy island or i'm sorry half hour into fantasy island the, the second we feature the, we saw the setup which we got 
sucked, but but um, <laughs> we <laughs> are you just yeah. auto woofing Fantasy but, Island? But when you so, when like you bounce, when you bounce, you got to keep your headlights off. Like you can't put the headlights on because it just ruins the movie. Like yeah. People do it. So, it ruins it. I mean, it happens. Yeah. So the drive-in was the perfect place to see Bloodshot. Brother Lucas, how did you experience Bloodshot? <laughs> well, I <laughs> paint I, the picture. I wish I I went to the drive-in because yeah, one of the things I always love about the drive-in is no matter what era you're in or what year it is, like when you go to the drive-in, you're you're in the past. Like you are definitely yes. going back in time. That's that nostalgia, yeah. To like a sure. simpler era um, where, yeah, you just had to worry about keeping your headlights off or your, your radio <laughs> tuned into the right, right. station. Yeah. You can bring anything you want there, which is still fun. You know? I was um, impressed by the clarity of the radio. That was like, and so yeah, well, yeah I, the, the radio the can't beat that. Yeah, I, I wish I had, I had seen it with you all at the drive-in because I feel blood bloodshot was such a like retro <laughs> feeling, like nineteen nineties era. Yeah, leading us in type yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, and so the way I saw it was in my home, granted, like, uh, uh, a projected HD image, um, with my, with my sound bar. So it, it definitely was like the home theater experience. And for so me, you, like right you off, bought the bloodshot, you bought the bloodshot, you paid 20, yeah. $20 and 99 cents quarantine. Money yeah. Yeah. I, I streamed it. I streamed it from home. Yeah. Um, but, but, <laughs> but the bullet guys, but the bullet, but, but the, the first, bloodshot, but, but the yeah. first thing I noticed in my living room was like, this seems very dated. Like this seems like a very yes. tired premise. And like, does this movie know what year it is right now? Because, we're so far removed from this type of movie. And especially, yes, I feel like with Vin Diesel as the star, I, I was like, man, you know, I haven't seen D Vin Diesel in a long, long time on screen. And so this was the first time that I was like familiarizing myself with him again. And the one thing I noticed was like, he is not young. Like he is not <laughs> as young. Not as, he's no spring chicken. And no I was the, and like the first thing I thought of was Sylvester Stallone. And I was like, well, he's not that yeah. old, but like it made me immediately look up how old he is. And he's like, there might, is there a gap in your viewing there? Oh, there's a just huge so like, gap. So it's like, <laughs> it's if like you, you can have a heart attack watching triple X and then throwing on bloodshot. <laughs> Yeah, because it's it's oh. you know he's he's dramatically older. And, yeah. and and so yeah, I I looked, I looked I looked him up, and he's like in his early fifties making Bloodshot. And and then my 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 second issue with Vin Diesel as the lead was it it doesn't really work with him as the guy because he's already jacked and like ripped. So it's like, what does it matter if he's a super soldier, if he's already Vin Diesel? Like, I originally, I think I read it was supposed to be Jared Leto in 2017. Whoa. And that makes more it's sense. That, like, it's a different like, movie. Richard, Richard like, Dreyfuss kind of body, like total recall. They go another way with it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like when he can, like, like a little weenie little like, man. Like, like yeah. if Jared Leto punches through a punching bag, it's like, oh, hello. Like he's super strong. Yeah. But when Vin Diesel right. does it, I'm like, is he just? It's not as impressive. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this movie thinks it's like 2002 or something. <laughs> well, uh, it, it seemed like kind of like with Jiminy Man where the script felt like it was written in the 90s, because it was, but then it felt like they didn't touch it. Like, they were like, this is still good to go. Like, this is still evergreen. First draft, let's just, yeah. Let's just mm -hmm. pass it on through. And you know what's crazy? I don't know if you guys made this connection at the drive-in, but the guys that wrote or co-wrote Bloodshot also co-wrote and directed Fantasy Island. The, whoa. The, the oh, whoa. A they're true having, double bill. A they're having a big month. <laughs> 
thing about Bloodshot is he's a kitchen sink comic book villain. You know, he's like, he has all these cherry pick things. He's Wolverine. And then he's obviously, because he, he has all the powers that Wolverine has, this regeneration, which is invincible. You know, it's fighting Inven- this guy. Yeah, invincible. yeah. Uh, so that's a problem uh, with a movie as well. But it goes from there to like the Punisher to then, yeah, like you guys were saying, a little bit of Captain America, the super soldier. So, you know, Seth and I, my brother and I read these Valiant comics with blood Oh, nice. It's not as accurate. Like, he's a military guy and he has the Wolverine powers, you know? It's all about this nano, nano, nano nanites. Nanites. We'll get to as well. But will we? Will we get to the nanites? Nanites. It is is a throwback. You know, like, it is a throwback. It's all nanites, right? It's kind of like. It is. It's kind of like all you need is a star, right? If Stallone picked this script and did this, we have Judge Dredd. You know, it's like. (laughs) <laughs> it has like a script like you said that hasn't been touched it's like it has that 90s yes and speaking to those superpowers the lodge mistress was with me in the car and she was like this doesn't work because he's indestructible like the bad hard guy write. should be it's hard to write. the bad yeah. guy should be indestructible not our hero yeah and the and the bad guy should not be toby kebble dancing to talking heads like as a character introduction <laughs> psycho killer played how many times twice i guess i, I want to say at least three times because it's yeah. just not like intimidating or uh like it's 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 like a joke it's like an snl parody it is but they also made a self referential joke about that because he's doing that dance and that supervillain act as part of a programmed reality for Vin. So they they even mention how oh you even have the villain dancing to psycho killer, you know how how lame is that? But it's like you can't really Somewhere. have your cake and eat it too because you presented it as cool bloodshot. Like you can't like act like you didn't think that was cool. They all it's, think they're cool in this movie too. I mean, it's yeah. very very all the proceedings are very 90s right around the time when everything started to become super referential and super too cool for school. But nothing about this movie is too cool for school. Like, it's so, like... Guy Pierce isn't too cool for school. He's not, well, Guy no. Pierce. Guy Pierce loves these supporting role parts, man. He is always there, and he's always ready he's to always play. There. But th- this, the problem is, when he's in this, it tips you off so early that he is, like, villainous or one, part, yeah, of, the, so yeah, part of the foil. There's no way... Why you cast him when he's like, okay, I'll be back at the office pushing pencils. Like, it's not going to happen. Like, yeah, I also, it's Guy Pierce. I also you know? thought, like, after Iron Man 3, you might want to cast somebody else in that role. But he he's never, like, miscast. Like, right? Guy Pierce, we'll take him. He's, he's no, he's great, but it's like, I, I thought if you weren't paying attention, you were like, is this Iron Man 3? Oh, no, this is Bloodshot. That's right. Like, uh, he zoned out <laughs> for a minute. You bring up a good point there with, like, a Marvel connection. This does feel like the first iron man too there's like there's biotech in this there's there's uh mechanical arms that some of the villains have and you know we can sure. there's, that, there's that ode to the matrix too where he's like learning downloading to like fly a plane or like learn shit you know and it was a lot yeah. to the matrix and Ton it's referencing matrix, that yeah. like all the effects are matrix 
esque. You know. Yeah. I mean? Yes. I, I had yeah. ma- I had major issues with all the scenes that did not have Vin Diesel because yeah, like when you're spending time with Guy <laughs> Pierce, then it like kind of yeah KT. with his like <laughs> IT department or whatever. It's just like ah, uh, this is not the mo- the movie I I signed up for. If this was like a Tuesday night discount crowd, we would not be wanting to like see him talk about how like there was open source code or whatever. And he was like, you have my billion dollar project open source code. Don't tell me this. It's like a pilot or something. It's like (laughs) some bad TV show. So much techie jargon, so much nanites. That stuff Uh, goes right over my head, man. I didn't even listen because they they don't care. They don't, they're not writing it. You love tech jargon. No, I love the nanites is a great name for you know, whatever the, that was. Can you explain nanites to, to the think, dear listeners? Yeah, basically, like, <laughs> if you shoot Vin Diesel or, like, hit him in the head really hard or whatever, his body just <laughs> his body just regenerates nanite. Basically, I think his body is completely composed of of nanotechnology. And he yeah, it's like nan- the T-1000. Little, little, little nanobikes. He's com- completely unstoppable. Yeah, he's he's like Superman or whatever. So he can take like hit shots shots in the heads and and his head comes apart and it comes together and it's it's real elaborate special effects, I thought, visual effects. Yeah, and they're like threatening to kill him and it's like nothing you do is going to kill this guy. Like he's Yeah. yeah. And he's Vin Diesel. You know he's not going to die. He's yeah. a one-man army. He's going to blow through every guy. Now it's just it's like John Wick but he's in he's invincible. Like he can't he can take shots. He walks right into danger. <laughs> I have a question. Is Vin Diesel the last action hero? Um, I like mean, what, like doing what they did. Like doing what they did. I would say yes, because I was looking up his filmography before this uh, virtual chat. And what blows my mind, like which I did not know, uh, is Vin Diesel is a self-made movie star. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. He li- oh, yeah. he literally oh, yeah. took a page out of the John Favreau Swingers playbook and in 1997 self-financed, wrote, produced, directed, starred in his own Swingers knockoff called Strays, like Stray Dogs. <laughs> where No, I know about this. Where, I hear, I where about this. yes, he is wearing a wife beater the entire movie, which is like his, you know, his his thing is his he, modus he operandi. Has a, he has a dozen his, his, uh, his iconography. Well, but what's interesting is I guess before that he made a short film called Multifacial, which I'm going to send to you now because it's on you. It's on YouTube. But apparently he got the short like into some festivals or somewhere and Spielberg saw it and Spielberg yeah, cast him in Saving Private Ryan based off Multifacial. And when you look at the filmography, Vin Diesel hit the fastball at the last inning, like at the last out, because it was like saving private Ryan. Uh, Oh, by the way, I want you to do the iron giant voice, uh, which I'm making as well. And then he does pitch black, uh, the fast and the furious and then triple X all within the span of like two or three years. It's like insanity. <laughs> like it's total. And then like, he, co- and then he coasts on that for the next 20 years. Vin Diesel. He loves a good franchise. He jumps from one to the other. He knows where the money is there. I mean, he didn't want to make a sequel to fast and furious. I guess he was like, he had trouble with that being like, we can't tarnish that being a classic, <laughs> <laughs> but he might have been Walk right. Like, but then, Walk but away. then, like the Fast and Furious movies, I mean, they they transform into these save the world uh, superhero yes. movies that you know 
my wife and I love that. I mean, I watch them ironically, and I feel like everyone there laughing is watching ironically to these big fast movies that come out every <laughs> at a pretty good clip. Uh, but uh, but Vin Diesel is what makes it special for me because he is like stuck in a time warp. I mean, he is a monster, but I love him. <laughs> I don't think we have any more of those guys. No, I think brother like, Ju- brother Justin was right. I think you'd mentioned it at some cast that brother Justin says the the, the action hero is pretty much dead. These new guys are lightweights, and Justin's been saying it for yeah. a decade, and yeah. he's been right for a decade. There is no I mean, other, there's no guys like Stallone or or the, you know the people that just brought your mind to action movies. You know, but if one of those shining beacons comes back onto the scene, people are going to be ready for that shit people want an action hero you know a blood a blood catharsis man i want schwarzenegger's love child i want i want that i want that kid to be the yes yeah yeah yes please yeah we know he's listening i was looking at i was looking at you know clint eastwood's son too i mean i'm looking at him hard you know checking his resume (laughs) checking his resume like like dude if there's a man with no name remake i mean like that could be your launch and then if you're good but he might be just this vacant dolt and we don't know <laughs> yeah, Kurt Russell's kid, but he he seems like he has a gentler path ahead of him. We just but. throw all our marbles in with the Hemsworth brothers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is one of them in this? He could have fit perfectly. <laughs> he probably was. So all so right. the marble thing, the marble going into Valiant to do like an alternate verse that is happening. Like there's characters there. Like yeah, I saw that they're gonna do a val- uh, harbinger val- and uh, Exo Manor and Shadow Man and Turok the Dinosaur Hunter. So there's a lot of like there's a lot of bullshit right there that they kind of probably want to exploit and do their own. So take Nathan, on it. because this is based on a comic book, which I didn't know. Yeah, would you say that this is a superhero movie? Are we launch casting a this superhero like, movie? This is like pure blood, like a, a super one of those anti-hero superhero comic books. Because like we weren't Deadpool supposed to be a, doing any more superhero no, I, movies I, last I checked. I made it. I made it very adamant we we're not doing any superhero movies. But then the corona happened. And I was like, I will see anything. I will see anything. Right now. <laughs> okay. This one just. This one. I knew it was the comic, like because I knew Valiant, right? And I know Vin Diesel is like geeky. He is. He lo- He's a D and D guy, and he. It, you, you guys say earlier. You say like he chose his career or destined his career. I believe it totally because he is like. He's like a powerful nerd. He always has been that strong guy. Yes. So him him doing Bloodshot isn't just random. I think he picked him because he's like, I could do that character justice. Yeah, know? I didn't know it was a comic book until after the fact. But when I was watching it, I thought this is him trying to make it like his Deadpool. Like right. Deadpool meets mm-hmm. the Matrix or something because of yeah. like getting plugged in, jacked in. Like there was all this like sexual kind of like props where they're like you know jit like like putting jizz into this item and like you know uh all the bodily fluids with this the, was the very comic booky i mean it was so comic booky there's like there's uh those those flying drones and all this tech around him that are like surveillance him that's how the comics were drawn you know like those bird's eye view tracking him from block to block and so some of that I appreciated, I guess, just as a pure throwback action. <laughs> I kept thinking of Judge Dredd. I don't know why, you know. It did. It did have a Judge Dredd feel, and Judge Dredd is is the most mid '90s superhero movie you could ever come across. Yeah, or so. like or like Spawn. You know, like I was thinking about those guys, like a Spawn movie. It's just like we're gonna go see Bloodshot, man. You know, like dumb upgrade. 
you know, if you want to go more recent. It's definitely an upgrade vibe. What do you think of KT? Aiza Gonzalez from Welcome to Marwin. We got some Marwin alumni in yeah. this. And Logan Lucky, I always, oh, I always in that as well. No, anyone that's in Marwin will always be no, connected to, like, Steve Carell will always be Captain Hoagie now. <laughs> pure blood, <laughs> pure blood lodge stuff. <laughs> anyone who's been in Marwin or a Wrinkle in Time or the mule will always be Lodgecast royalty. Yeah. We, there's nothing we can yeah. do about it. Yeah. We're stuck with them. <laughs> They're with us forever, like baggage. Yeah. Let's go to them bloodshot bones. Mm. Brother Bishki, I don't know where you're coming from on this one. You could you could go a uh, a variety of different ways. What do you got? The driving fed the experience like I mean, it was weird. It was it was like murky, like the Burbank Six. Like it was tough to see. There's certain scenes that were just tough to make out. But I'm not complaining <laughs> at all. I'm not complaining. It was great. I'm not yeah, complaining at all. It's great. Like and the and the sound on 106.7 FM was crystal clear. Vin oh, <laughs> um, was coming through the subwoofers, guys. Like oh was, god, uh, he was woofing. Yeah, I got some unfinished <laughs> business, and it was just insanely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Vin, yeah, the bass and Vin's voice. Um, it adds a lot to it. I wish all the sound was always like that, like a good car yes. stereo sound. Bang yes. Out. Yeah, so it was, it was a good throwback. I thought it was perfect for the drive-in, absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, it was confusing as hell um, with all the techie stuff. <laughs> and But I didn't care. I was there. I, Vin's a star. I haven't seen much Vin actually because I don't follow the Fast and Furious. And it's well, you prob- got time now. You can catch up. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna watch eight movies before Fast Nine. Uh, <laughs> but um, in a normal time, I would give it two bones. But it gets the it gets the uh, quarantine bump. Two and a half bones. Nice, Woo. nice, very nice, brother Bishki. Two and a half. <laughs> All right. Lucas is shaking his head down in the uh, video chat corner. I can see him. <laughs> What's going on here? Oh man, I I struggled with this. Uh, I'll I, bet I, you I, did. I was thinking like I cannot believe this got a theatrical release. You know, like COVID kind of did it a favor in like getting it out there, <laughs> forcing us to watch it. Um, because it's just like, yeah, movie out of touch, out of time. Like Vin Diesel, I'm sure is great in Fast and the Furious. And he, I think he wanted this movie to be the Fast and the Furious like so bad, but it wasn't. Like another franchise starter? Yeah, but he played it like that. Like there were scenes with him, like whole scenes, like for five, maybe six minutes where he's just like sitting by a pool just looking super sad, you know, and his wife beat her while a girl's like swimming in the pool oh, that and then like great. comes out of the pool and like <laughs> talks to him by the water. And it's like, this is not fun or action packed. Um, <laughs> and like right from the get go, like that 13 minute cold open, you know, where you forget there's like no titles or credits. You're just like, okay, it's just a shit fest. And then like, like, I don't know who sent me from Mombasa. And it's like, okay, then like, you're both dead. And like, boom, you like shoots both of them. And it's like bloodshot, you know, it's like supposed to be edgy or intense, but it's 2020. So I'm kind of just like, whatever. Um, 
<laughs> and and then once it started like explaining what it was like who guy pierce was and what the company did the less i cared and i was like all right i just want to see him like do fucked up shit and like there wasn't enough of it like like yeah there's that tunnel scene with the flare where he kills the guy but then i remember sitting around like waiting for another action scene for a really long time and finally you get to it and it's like an elevator shaft and a, and a guy with like robotic legs and like a, like, a, yeah. like a little like mini uh, hydraulic like skeletal like forklift pack or something and it's just not <laughs> it felt like a toby Maguire era spider-man climax yeah like it was just oh, not yeah. impressive i was just kind of like <laughs> oh this is not fun for me so i have to give it a woof it's always that lucas oh, no my quarantine God. bump for lucas poor Vinny. yeah there's no there's no there's no concept here it's like i guess if it's supposed to be yeah dead deadpool like you got to make it fun and there's so many scenes where vin diesel's staring at somebody like listening to them explain something <laughs> to him where he's just like like he's like dim he's like dim-eyed you know like they're telling him his valet like scratched his car dim-eyed a dim-eyed wolf from the hothead oh. all right well nathan you got any love and light to shine on this let me shine some stuff out. well i mean the <laughs> It, it it's it's what path you encounter with where you go with Vin Diesel. Like I yep. I think Vin Diesel is super charismatic, <laughs> and yeah. he's a blast. He's a blast in these. Like so, I want him to succeed every time. Like I like he's my favorite character in Fast and Furious because he he he's he's just the he's reliable. You know he, he's a rock. He's like he is Groot. <laughs> he is all these things. He's gravitas, uh, and I can't believe it's all coming out of him. And now yeah, he's a little hang dog in this in this movie. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about we were we, when we were at the drive-in because I can't I can't not mention how the drive-in added to the experience of watching this movie because I thought in the dark somewhere someone loved this movie like there's yes. a, there's a there's a young boy you know, you know who, who went with his dad or whatever 16 17 whatever <laughs> 15 16 17 who knows uh, who's loving this movie <laughs> and loving Vin Diesel in it and so for me this was like a throwback kind of pleasure and I took it in that way. He is consistently this character that he is in Fast and Furious, wearing wife beaters of different colors. But to me, this is like, I don't know, this is two and a half bones. It isn't a three yeah. bone, but for yes. someone it is yes. probably. But the throwback stuff is a lot of fun. And I don't know, it gave me a nostalgic hit. And I kept thinking of those throwback action films that I actually really did enjoy. So this has been yep. Diesel's. And we'll see. Time will tell on this. It feels like a, a beautiful chocolate candy bar right now during this quarantine. Yes, time. it does. I don't know. Like yes, when you does. mentioned, we're I in this movie. We're I in Bloodshot. I was like, you know what? I'm I in it. Just for a little escapism. <laughs> just for a little Vin Diesel being a bohunk action guy that we know he's going to win. So, And he's pretty invincible in this piece of shit. He's pretty yeah. invincible. He's, he's <laughs> hilarious, too. Like his line deliveries, I was laughing a lot. Yeah, we can talk about his line deliveries all night. He's hilarious. Rumble in the bass, uh, and, and you miss you miss every other line. You know, you miss, yeah. You miss. Oh yeah. <laughs> but he's a he's a heartthrob, man. All right, two and a half from Nathan. Two and a half. And it's true, there are stretches where the Lodgemistress and I just looked at each other. And we're like, what did he say? Like it'll and it'll be like a very heartfelt monologue, you know. And you're just like, sorry, man, I got none of that. But it doesn't matter. It really fucking doesn't matter. So I also I'm gonna I'm gonna incorporate our viewing circumstance into my bones. 
you know, the drive-in, for me, the first drive-in movie I saw was Wild Wild West with Will Smith and Kevin Klein. And to me, that's like, that's yeah. the ultimate drive-in movie. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Do, you do not have to pay attention. You can be like making out with, with your lady or... It's everything but. It's everything looking, but the movie, yeah. Looking down at your nachos or, you know, smoking <laughs> smoking dope in the hatchback or whatever it is you're doing. And the movie's just kind of the background. It's just kind of there to add a flickering light to illuminate whatever kind of vices you're you're up to. And that's kind of what this felt like to me. It 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 just was a shame that we couldn't all be like out tailgating and partying together. Like that was the only thing missing from the experience. But the dimness of the picture, the dimness of <laughs> Vin Diesel's eyes, <laughs> like it, He's it all sometimes. He's banking sometimes. Yeah. It all felt like a throwback, like nostalgia. But I can't say it's a good movie. I, I got to give it one point five, but I'm gonna bump it up. Do the COVID drive-in bump up to two, and that's a generous two for me. I don't really feel like this is a two-bone motion picture, but tonight it is. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I am interested to see if if anybody ever speaks of it again. I don't think the Valiant Universe is going to happen now. I, this I, Valiant I, Run <laughs> is going to happen. I think no. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to do Shadow Man and Turok. I mean, this, this could have made the audience score was pretty high. I think this could have made you know at least a hundred million or something. But well, I think people are looking for this kind of shit right now. Yeah, they, yeah. And they they sense that the action heroes are dying off. So they're trying to squeeze all the blood from uh, from the diesel stone. And, you know, God bless them for doing so. God bless Yeah. <laughs> God bless them, man. No, I, I, will, I will return to the Mission Tiki driving for anything, anytime. Yeah. Let's just go every day. We'll keep, we'll keep our eye on it and we'll see if they get any new movies. And we'll, we'll definitely be back. That, that'll, that'll be a blast. And Lucas, you'll be there too. You'll yeah. be there smiling next to us. Yeah. 10 feet away. My windows rolled up. Yeah. My yeah. mask on. We observed the law. We were 10 feet away from each yeah. other. Yeah, we were. We Gotta were. At first, I was yelling to Matt outside my car window. And I was like, that's not cool. Then I was like, let's just. <laughs> uh, then I was like. We did a call. Then, yeah. was, then we did, then we did a, a conference call, and that was fine. Then we texted throughout the movie, which was also enjoyable. So Yeah, we, we adapt. We adapt. Well, it's great uh, hanging out with you guys virtually tonight. I wish we were in the edge. It's good seeing yeah. you, even if it is yeah. on the screen. We're yeah. just using the cutting edge of technology. But All the time, yep. Hopefully, hopefully one day those AMC doors will open back up. We're going to be entouraging ourselves oh. back into some I, I recliners. Can, I, can oh. I, can taste, I can taste the drink at McGuffin's. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Oh, guys. We'll be back home soon. Keep thinking about that fine day. Hopefully, hopefully we got some movies coming. <laughs> Coming up, we're, we're looking for any movies coming up. So if you anything <laughs> now, if, 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 any if, movies, if, if you if you see a Flickster movie coming right out, now. let us know. If you see a movie coming out, um, yeah. If you see any movies come out, and <laughs> and the good thing about this will be they'll all be on VOD, so they'll be available if you hear about it on the cast. And then, hey, you got time? You want to see it? You want to check it out? It should be yep. available. Whatever yes. we do, so yeah. All right, boys. We'll take care of yourselves. Yeah, you too, guys. guys. So much love and light. Mm -hmm. Love you guys. Bye.